Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, I want to talk about grief, both yours and other people's grief, so supporting others in their grief as well. And this topic is on my mind because just recently we had to put down our 15-year-old pointer. And while I lived with her for three years, and it's really hard, it's even harder for my partner who lived with her for 12 years. And navigating how to support someone through loss can be really hard. And that's just one example of loss. It's like losing a family pet. And right now, I know a lot of people are losing people, family members, friends from the coronavirus. And even beyond that, there's grief for the loss of a job, the loss of how life used to be. And I think while all of these things have grief at varying degrees, we need to think about it and figure out how we can both support ourselves and others through the emotion of grief and all the emotions that come with it and all the ways that it comes out. So how do you cope with grief? And how do you support others in their grief? For myself, um, I would say number one is self-compassion. Like That is what I'm trying to keep in the forefront. This is hard. It's not easy and I'm going to mess up and it's okay and I'm going to get angry and I'm going to feel bad and I'm going to have frustrations and all of that is okay. And that's the message I want to start with myself first. One of my favorite techniques that I learned from a self-compassion class I took and that comes from the work of Kristen Neff. She wrote a book called Self-Compassion and she has a website with lots of free resources on it. So definitely check that out. But what you do is you put your hand on your chest And you take a deep breath and then you tell yourself what you need to hear. Either that it's going to be okay or you, if you're the, something positive about yourself or a message of hope, whatever it is that you need to hear, that's, that's the key. And so that's a self-compassion moment. Uh, I think it's also really important to note that you need to allow your feelings. This one's hard for me and it's something that I've worked on. I don't like those negative feelings. I used to be really bad and just run away and avoid them and say I'm not feeling them and like deny them and now I'm trying to allow them. So allowing myself to feel sadness, allowing myself to feel frustration or anger and, and knowing that, that it's it's a normal part of life. Um, another technique for myself that I use is throwing myself into projects. And when it's around something with grief, sometimes into a project that is related to the loss. So for example, I plan to make, a one of those photo books online of, of her and all pictures of us with her. And then beyond that, just having patience and awareness, recognizing that when you get mad about something you wouldn't normally get mad at, it could be associated with your grief. It could be coming out of that stress that you're feeling. Uh, and the having patience and knowing that it takes a long time to get over these things. There's no timeline. Everyone has their own pace. 
And then really just making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Eating well, moving, drinking water, getting sleep. And those things can be really hard when we're grieving, but doing the best that you can. As far as supporting others, I think the biggest thing we can do is listen and really acknowledge how hard this is. And knowing that emotions are going to come in every way and form, all different emotions, and and it's going to be coming out of that. So just being able to, as much as you can, depersonalize it. Is that even a word? I don't know. (laughs) Being able to be like, okay, I'm just going to let that go or I'm going to respond in a different way than I normally would because this is a hard time. And just saying, hey, hey, it's okay. This is hard. And forgiving and supporting and just trying to be able to step back and that patience thing definitely comes up with others everyone has their own pace they they might have ways of dealing with this that you totally don't understand and just being there and allowing and supporting and knowing that everyone kind of deals with these things in their own way so I think part of this is making sure that you're checking in often. I think sometimes we can say, oh, well, I don't know if this person needs some space, right? And trying to guess for them. But really, why don't don't you just check in and ask? (laughs) Hey, I'm thinking about you. Do you need space or do you need a listening ear? I'm I'm here. How how are you feeling right now? Instead of how are you? (laughs) Adding that, how are you feeling right now? And especially if you don't live with them, just being know, knowing that it's okay to just reach out more than not because if you're calling or you're texting like if they need space then they can just take it they just don't answer the phone call or they just don't respond to the text right then and just because they didn't respond that one time you called don't make that stop you from calling or checking in again later because they can continue to ignore it if that's what they need to do or maybe they're ready and they need to hear from you I would say that checking in more often than not is the best way to go with that because you never know. It's going to change moment to moment. And if you do live with this person, then those check-ins still still are important. Just stopping whatever you're doing every once in a while, walking over to them and just sitting next to them and saying, hey, how are you feeling right now? Or what can I get you? <laughs> and speaking of what can I get you, Definitely doing extra things around the house. Taking on as many of those duties as you can. Making sure that the laundry is processed and dishes are cleaned and put away. And just kind of taking on as much as you can so that it's not an added thing that they're going to have to worry about. And then in this time right now where we have to social distance, I think we really need to think about how is this affecting everyone in general? Like we aren't getting the same connection that we normally do. And there are some people who are living alone and might be feeling really lonely and and the grief might be just of the loss of human connection, the loss of their normal day-to-day life. So I think we need to be checking in with everyone Maybe taking some time in your schedule to just go through your Facebook friends list and send a message and say, hey, how are you doing in all of this? I think people are really going to appreciate that. And 
picking up your phone and just making a phone call. I know I'm guilty of forgetting about this <laughs> with the world of social media, but sometimes it's just nice to hear someone's voice. Other things that I think we don't do as much anymore that we could start picking up is letter writing. We can send send a letter to someone. Um, could really brighten their day. And then there's, of course, lots of this happening. Zoom parties or FaceTime. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the app Marco Polo, but I have definitely enjoyed connecting with my mom and my brother and some of my close friends on there. And I'm having so many more interactions than I normally did. And especially with my kids, between my kids and my mom and my kids and my brother, with them sending video messages back and forth. And it's been really fun. And something that I definitely want to continue after this social isolation business is over. And then one thing that I heard about that I haven't tried yet, maybe you have, is that you can get an add-on in your computer for Netflix uh, called Netflix Party. And then you can get together with a group of your friends. Get together, I mean, like, all get online at the same time and have a Netflix party where you're all watching the same thing at the same time and you can hear each other. So it's almost like being in the same room watching a movie. Uh, I definitely want to try that. I think it would be really fun. But... We don't know what's going on with everyone, right? So keeping that in mind, check in with people. Set a time in your day where you just are dedicating to checking in. And if you find someone that you find definitely needs some extra support, set an alarm in your phone to remind you to continually check in. Because we need to stick together during this time and make sure that nobody is feeling alone and nobody's feeling isolated. That's all I have for you today. I'd love to hear thoughts about how you deal with grief, both in yourself and how you support others and how you are supporting those in your life right now during this time of social isolation. 